Turn on that radio and back here. The cops ain't likely to catch up with us, not tonight. So we can all be quiet and peaceable and listen to the music. This week's episode of Auto Leave Alive will be brought to you by True Car. Seems like a pretty good game show host, man. I had to un un Jerry curl my hair for that for those uh, <laughs> for those spots. That is awesome. Good. You get to un Jerry curl your hair. That's that's uh, well, that's, that's not like today. Like Razor Ramon today. Look Razor. how nice that it looks. Looks good, man. Thank you. Hey, we're missing in the studio today Dave Cribbs. He is actually, but he's going to be with us here in just a moment. Dave he's Cribbs. He's with us in spirit. No, he's going to be with us in on the life? phone. He's oh, going to be okay. co-hosting from the road. He's actually, here's dedication. You want dedication? When I'm on vacation, I'm peace out. I'm on vacation. And it's like you guys have this, but Dave's on vacation. Um, he's at the beach and uh, we're on the way. And uh, so he's going to be getting on in just a minute. And he's actually going to be uh, co-hosting the show from the road. He wanted to be part of. The action today. He couldn't, he couldn't stay away. Couldn't, he couldn't stay away. He wanted to, but he just he couldn't peel himself away from the from the ADL crowd and the fans and all the people that love him. Absolutely, he wanted to be here for you guys. And the, the truth is, man, what a great what a great show we have today. He couldn't he couldn't peel himself away from the dealership square. I mean, you know, with all the the hype, he did an outstanding job. If, if I if I can say on the uh, on the promo, um, you saw a little taste of that. If you didn't get a chance to see the promo. Um, it's posted here on this Facebook page, but um, uh, you did an outstanding job. But man, take but 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 joking aside, yes, we've got a phenomenal show. The, the the gist of this is obviously if if you are above the age of a millennial, you would know what if not Google what Hollywood Squares TV show or game show used to be. But basically, yeah. the concept of the show today, dealership squares, we have what we feel are some of the best. At least some of the top ten, because this is a huge industry in every major category. We don't have every category uh, covered. The show would be five hours, but we have BDC covered. We have uh, we have a, um, a general manager uh, position covered. We have um, a, we have a general sales manager, but this co- that's going to be on regarding the subject of desking. Mm-hmm. Then we have um, uh, F and I covered. Mm-hmm. We have the fixed operations covered, and then we have the sales rep covered. So we've got mm-hmm. six. Um, strong individuals that are going to come on and we're going to be talking really across the the gamut on the dealership operations and just how they work together and um you know how to really collectively i guess you're you played madden i have you guys ever played madden you know where, where you know you have madden you know puts together the the madden team right the, the all madden, madden team right yeah. the, the pro bowl sure. you know you know saying the dream team i guess let's look at like mm-hmm. back in the jordan and larry bird and magic johnson mm-hmm. era right the first dream team or like in space jam not the, not oh. michael jordan's team the other team the, the other monster team. But they got team. Beat. the monsters they got beat though man because michael jordan was on against michael them. jordan you'll always lose against michael jordan that's uh, he's bad he's bad to the bone best he, ever Anyway, G O A T, goat, goat. He's the goat. What are we talking about? He's a Moab. No, he's 
Now, hey, listen, here's the deal, man. We've got well, what, was, what I was going to say is there we have go. the dream team on today. I mean, if really, if you were going to build a dealership and you could, you had the, uh, let's just say the salary cap, <laughs> you know, you had the salary cap to put together an yeah. all-star team and really money wasn't going to be an issue for you, but you just wanted to succeed at all costs, you know, um, you would put together a team much like we have on the panel today. And uh, so we're going to talk to these experts and about uh, how to have a, a dream team dealership, right? How to turn your dealership into a dream team. And I'm excited to uh, discuss this topic today. How about you, man? You, you, we got a, you know, we've got a pretty, I mean, I, I, I mean, dream team is, is possible. You know, sometimes people look at it, they try to put together and a lot of the sports, you know, using the analogy again of, of a sports, they're, they're, they're hindered by salary caps and they're hindered by the rules that maybe some of the, the league, like the NFL put together where it prohibits you. It kind of makes it an even playing field. To yeah. Like degree. you can't use steroids. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about money. Real picky. You like guys. if I hired you and you yes. were a dream team player and I got to pay you if X amount of dollars. If I was. You are. Thank so if you. I had to put you, I'm talking about not sales, I'm talking about like, like athlete, oh. then I'd have to put you on, pay mm-hmm. you all this money. Mm-hmm. And then if, if I'm mandated a salary cap, not by my pockets, but by the league mm-hmm. that I can't spend, then it, it you know, it, it's kind of what the Yankees used to do in Steinbrenner. They oh, yeah. didn't have a salary cap, so they would just nah. buy themselves a World yeah. Series team. They, they had a billion dollar team, forget about it. Got a Yankees fan over there in the corner. That's why she got a little desk. <laughs> Arnold Tirina said on Twitter, he said, it's a huge industry, but a small one at the same time, frowny face. I don't know what he meant by that exactly, but. It is. I I think I know what he meant by that. But here's the thing, guys. Make your voice heard. Hashtag Auto Deer Live today. We we will be taking call-ins, 813-574-1820. If you want to be heard, if you want to ask one of our fine panelists a question, if you, um, you know, if you got an opinion. You got something good to say? We'll, we'll probably talk to you. But hashtag all your lives is probably going to be the best way to actually get your voice and opinion heard. If you're on Twitter, if you're on Facebook, you can uh, post a comment if you're watching this on Facebook, and we'll get your comments up in front of us and uh, make sure that we ask our panel and get your questions uh, heard if you've got some comments. Man, weigh in. You think some, you, you, you disagree with some of the experts that are going to be on the panel today, or if you have a question for them, or maybe you're experiencing a void or a deficit or a surplus. Maybe you're doing something different and you see uh, what you're doing is working and you want to get that out there, then get that on Facebook. We'll get it in front of, uh, should we get it in front of us and we'll get it out to our uh, panel and give you credit for the question. Also, like maybe. Tommy said, you can call in and we'd love you to call in, man. What you say? Okay, so uh, he said, "Who said?" Oh, I'm saying Arnold just tweeted back. When I said it's a huge industry, but a small at the same time, he tweeted back and he said, "Really, phone? You're going to do this to me on the show live?" Arnold, what do you mean by that? Really? He said he he replied back. He said, "Lou knows what it means." All right. I don't know. He said, Lou knows what it means. <laughs> you know, I know. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. Sounds like I know. He sounds like he's digging on Lou. No, he's not digging. Oh, okay. He's talking about, he, he, he's, so we'll, we'll get to, we'll get to that in a little bit. So, um, but uh, yeah, so we, right. we want to, uh, anyway, man, we've got a great show today and we're going to bring Cribs on here. Is Cribs ready? Yeah. All right. So let's go ahead and get Cribs on. Give me the thumbs up when he's ready. Let's bring him on. Dave Cribs. What's up, my friend? Hey, brother. Hey, brother. I'm on. Hey man, well you're live and we we uh, we miss you here in studio, man. And uh, but we also envy the fact that you are you are going to be you're going to be beaching it. And uh, if and, you put uh, your ear up to the microphone, you can hear the ocean. <laughs> have you, All right. Are you, are, have you hit the waves <laughs> yet? On the road, but yes. Oh uh, well, that must be. I hear the you're near the ocean because I can hear it. So stop, you know, stop disputing. So, Cribs, are you excited about today's show, buddy? I know you're on the road, but obviously you're going to be listening. You're going to be weighing in. What you think, bud? <clears throat> 
Heck yeah, man. I am excited. I think it's such a cool concept. I wish I was watching it all on screen right now, but um, very excited. Well, there's a picture of you in a Speedo on the screen, so I'm not really sure if you want to see that or not. But, uh, hey, Cribs. Okay, yeah. Hey, question, though, man. You know, I was talking to Tommy in, in, in part of the uh, our opening monologue here and, and kind of alluded to, you know, we have a dream team on today, and that's really kind of what we're talking about. You know, how how you, how you how can you make your dealership? And I, you know, and I argued the point that you can make your dealership a true dream team. You know, it's not far-fetched. You know, you can have every position stacked with strength. Do you agree with that? Actually, you know, I do agree with it because I, and I think the closer you get, the easier it becomes. In other words, I think it's tough maybe in the beginning, you need mm-hmm. to see leadership, but you can begin to fill those positions and elevate people. And, and, you know, when you become the place that other winners want to be, that's a, you know, your dealership starts to become a draw for other people. You know, this is a small world in the car business and I think it's uh, it's very feasible to have a dream team. I wish I could have the dream team that's on the show today though, just put everybody on the square into the dealership. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Well, we're going to jump right into this, man. I appreciate you taking some time on the road um, on vacation to, to join us to co-host. I know you were looking forward to this show, and that's why you made this arrangement to make this happen. So we're going to jump to um, a couple of minutes of our commercial break, and we're going to be right back with the Dealership Square panel. You don't want to miss this. Get your questions ready. Get your comments ready because we've got some all-stars on the show today covering every major area inside of a dealership from the fixed stops, variable to the fixed stops, and in between. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Thank you very much. Enough of that nonsense, guys. We'll see you back in two and two. Hi, I'm Chip Perry. The pledge was and is an action plan designed to address head-on the concerns that many of you told me about right after I took this job. Thus far, our dealer pledge has been aimed at fixing the major pain points that you told us about related to our product, our customer service, and our consumer advertising. I'd like to reiterate that our dealer pledge is our ongoing commitment to you, our dealer customers, and we will continue to work hard to improve our service to you. Attention dealership managers. Do you have a sales team that's underperforming? How about a sales team that's doing amazing, but you still think there's room for improvement? If so, I have a solution for you. My name is Mark Jennison, and I'm a sales performance trainer. I've helped countless salesmen and dealerships take their skills to the next level through lead generation, setting quality appointments that actually show, holding more growth, and delivering exceptional customer experience. So if you want more, if your team wants more, if you're looking to skill up, go to markjennison.com forward slash dealership, and let's roll. All right, guys, we're back. Welcome to the Dealership Square show. First of all, man, I want to give um, our condolences. And, you know, the automotive family lost someone, incredible, incredible um, talent and gift to the industry. And uh, A.J. Maida, um, if you never had the privilege to sit in one of his his, his, uh, his workshops at Digital Dealer and meet him, he's just a gentle spirit, man, just a great guy, would literally give you the shirt off his back. And um, he passed away today. Um, had had a heart attack yesterday, I believe it was, and uh, we're going to miss him. And we just want to give a prayer and, a, and, and, a, and a, um, just a you know just a thought out and uh, a condolence to his family. And I'm sure they're really uh, in his dealership family, man. They, what a great guy! So um, we're going to miss you, buddy. And um, 
Yeah, Glenn Lundy, what's up, brother? Hey, man. Hey, <laughs> I don't know what's going on here with the uh, with the with the equipment, man. So I, it must be on. It's obviously on our end. So I apologize. But um, Glenn, you guys, are, you're in a dealership where you're moving 900 cars a month, man. You're in Paris, Kentucky. And I know we have Bobby Collins on as well. He knows a little bit about Kentucky. And uh, But, Glenn, you're in a town of 10,000. We're talking about the Dream Team dealership putting together every position under the sun. You know, Steve Sonning just put on Facebook, he said there's nothing stopping any dealer from staffing a true Dream Team except their leadership and their culture. So, obviously, dealers, if they know really who you are, what you're doing there, and, again, a town of 10,000, obviously reaching outside of your your consistent PMA, hitting 900 cars a month. Talk about if a dealer can put together a dream team and what it has to do with leadership and culture, if you would, Glenn. Well, um, you know, as far as leadership and culture, that is something that, you know, it's been the key for us from the get-go as we have just been – you know, in the beginning stages when we were selling, you know, 120, 150, 200 cars a month right in there, we started to really dive into our staff and our personnel and the type of people that we brought into the dealership. Uh, I typically had kind of a standard rule. If you had been in the in the car business for too long of a amount of time or if you came at me with all the, uh, the car guy stuff, I typically wouldn't hire those guys. Um, I wanted people that were hungry, that were motivated, and that could be molded toward, you know, molded in a way that would fit our culture and everything that we wanted to achieve here. And so we started back then when it was two, three hundred cars, and we've just cultivated our crop, man. We we feed these guys, we train these guys, and then we promote from within. So now I have a leadership team that 100% old, you know, understands our culture, uh, and that right there is how we've developed our dream team, and that's what I've got. I've got guys in leadership positions right now that just it's unbelievable what we have in this dealership at the time. Shock, let me go to you, man. So, you know, we talk about training a lot on the show, and I, and I don't want to talk about it just, just like normal. But, I mean, what we're trying to do here is discuss how we can, you know, place together a dream team within a dealership. And obviously what we have here on this panel are people who, again, are mixed with those on the blacktop and those who've been on the blacktop that are training others how to do it. But we got car people on the phone. And so, you know, I know you guys are strong in personalities, your leaders, but I mean, you know, when we're putting together individuals to, at our dealership, sometimes it's hard to put together all personalities. So, but how do we, how do we communicate from department to department? Like we have Jeff Cowan on, you know, how do we, how do we make the decision to work together from corner to corner? You know, how do we get everybody on that same page? Because dealerships, too many dealerships today, shock, I think still fall under that category of like, it's about me and my division. And, and, and that's really what it's about. I mean, how, how would you say we need to work together to really begin to communication, you know, and draw those lines first and foremost? Oh, that's simple, man. You just, you communicate. I mean, that, that that's the bottom line. I mean, uh, it, it's like what your thought process is, is that each department within the dealership kind of stays with themselves, networks with themselves, vibes and works with themselves, does things with themselves. Um, so it, it's easy. It's communication. You know, if, if Jeff Cowan was in my dealership and, and he was the service director in my dealership and I was the finance director of my store, I'd go back there and I'd communicate with him. We'd have a bridge. We'd have an open line of communication. You know, if I want to get his service advisors and sell my service contracts and I wanted to pay or send his service advisors or maybe pay him a little bit of bonus, 
at the end of each month. That's just what I'd have to do. But it's it's just simply getting up and going to talk, man. There's no uh, it's not rocket science. There's no magic to it. It's just uh, simply getting up and doing it. Okay, and, that, and, and and I love that. I love that, and I think there's a lot to that. Let me go to Stacy Ellison. And Stacy, you know, um, when it, I'm going to give all you guys a chance to kind of weigh in on this from the beginning and bring this, bring this, bring bring us into this conversation. You know, here's the thing, man. You know, Tommy, what I'm trying to get across to these guys here, and again, we're having extreme. I don't know what you guys can hear. Sometimes we go back and listen, and what we hear, you guys don't even hear. I just got a text from somebody that says it sounds good, but they can't hear us, and we're hearing this incredible feedback from them talking. And so what I want to do for, for you guys is really just lay out where we're trying to go with this show, and maybe you guys can help give us some feedback. Um, we're trying to really look at, you know, from a perspective of, is it personality driven? You have these strong GM personalities. Mm-hmm. You have these strong, um, you know, general sales manager personalities. Sure. And then you have a dealership, Tommy, that says, I'm BDC driven. I'm BDC driven. And, you know, and everybody is like splintered into this one faucet, right? And, and I, think, I think you said, I think you actually hit the nail on the head more so than ever. And I think, I mean, I've been, I've been in the industry for eight years and I haven't seen it so divided. And I don't know if maybe now because there is because there really was, you know, when I first started, there really wasn't Internet departments. There really weren't BDCs. That was one of the reasons our product mm-hmm. here at IPD really gained some popularity in the market was because we had our own in-house BDC. And, and there was dealerships, either they couldn't afford to do it or they didn't. It was too much work to do it. They couldn't, you know, you couldn't put it together or BDC was one person and they, they were uh, the Internet department as well. So now I think what you have anymore is just you have this um, very... It's almost a compartmentalized dealership. So yeah. we got different people working different, and there's not, and the cohesiveness probably isn't like it used to be. Yeah. So I think it's trying to find that dynamic of how do we keep everybody cohesive? How do we get everybody on the same page? Because um, everybody at a dealership or here, everybody's working towards the same goal. And the end game is selling cars. So, um, yeah, and you know, Patrick O'Brien, communication between all departments within a dealership is crucial, critical to having a highly successful store. And I think that's—I don't want to say no, you know no-brainer because that's what we're saying here. But what, what Patrick's saying is obviously stating the obvious. But what's well, common sense isn't so common type of. It type, is. It isn't I mean? because the deal is it's it is crucial. But what happens is you have somebody that really fits into one school of thought, one area of 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 training, one you know one uh, you know heaviness of beliefs. System. And, and so, you know, they are quick to not embrace. And I think that the, 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 the well-rounded dealership is where we're going today because, look, here's the deal. Dealerships hire Jeff Cowan. You know, and we're going to try to get these guys back on here. But Jeff Cowan to come in to help their fixed operations. We've had many shows even over the past few weeks where we have – um, you know, where, where, where we talked about sales from service, go, you know, how do, you, how do you pull this over? And, and, and at the same time, we, we haven't really talked about and we stay away from a lot of times how to increase service business because you guys out there know any – you unplug my mic, Lou. You, you know, you, anybody out there knows that – leave the guys off the phone if you can't bring them on because I'm, I'm, I, I can't hear myself in my ears. So, you know, anybody out there knows that a good dealership, right, has – um, their service department, their fixed ops department is the nut, right? If right. you don't have that good fixed ops department, then you're not going <clears throat> to be able to pay your bills, right? So it's very important, especially to a dealer principal. But then you get this sales-heavy general manager, right, that doesn't really understand or care about, uh, doesn't understand or care about fixed operations. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And so, you know, um, I think that Well, you it's, know, it's funny, actually, <clears throat> in a story that would actually coincide with what you were just talking about. I was at a dealership the other day. Were, uh, the lift gate on my truck got recalled, <clears throat> so they had to redo it. So they redid the lift gate, and I told them 
What's up? Okay. So I told them, I said, hey, if you guys want to, I said, if you guys want to sell me another car, I wouldn't be opposed to it. You know what I mean? Like, basically, I told the guy in service, hey, if you want to sell me another car, I wouldn't be opposed to it if you want to get somebody to appraise it because I had to leave it there for a day. Well, I get back. They didn't want, no one looked at it. No one talked to me about my car. I left. And lo and behold, I had to actually take it back. Um, I didn't say anything about it, but I dealt with the same service advisor. And one thing they actually didn't do, they didn't do something I asked them to do. That was one part of it, too. But then by the time I got it back, no one talked to me about sales. I mean, there was, it was so disconjointed that there was no connection between the two. I literally was a customer walking in there with a car and said, hey, I wouldn't be opposed to buying another car from you guys if you wanted to sell me a car. No salesman. While I was walking the lot, came out there. The sale, I ended up uh, emailing the general manager to tell him about it. And he kind of said, hey, I'm sorry about your experience and try to make it better. But <clears throat> you just see how, how the, the dots aren't always connected. Yeah. Kind of like our show today. Yeah. Kind of like how the dots aren't always connected <laughs> on our show. I can hear you. Um, yeah. I can and, hear myself. And so, I can hear him. I can hear you. So, okay. <clears throat> I, you know, um, so, so let's go. We're going to bring on. Let's, let's bring on Shaka. So we're going to bring on Shaka Dyson here, and uh, when and when I hear Shaka begin to talk, then I'm going to ask him a question because at this moment I can't hear Shaka. But um, so yeah, so we're talking today about the dealership square, the dream team of the dealership, how to communicate. We had Stacy Ellison, Glenn Lundy. Glenn is the general manager at Dan Cummings Chevrolet. Josh Mitchell's been on our show multiple times. Speaks a digital dealer. Glenn's a beast of a general manager, and these guys have managed to put together a group that's moving 900 cars a month. One of my clients, friends, guys I've known for a long, long time, he just texted me and said, I, 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 you know, you, you guys lost me on the connection. <laughs> no kidding. And uh, but Bobby Collins, the general sales manager at Coconut Point 4, they're part of the Galloway group. You know, Bobby, I've been working yes. with him for 12 years, yep. if not longer. Probably the best pure desk manager and desking talent that I know of. I mean, the guy is incredible. And uh, he argues and stands on this show uh, discussing and standing and believing for the Foursquare system and, and lives by it. But then he also is able to and willing to modify, and, and he really can close under any circumstance. He's a phenomenal desk manager. And then, of course, Shaka Dyson. And Shaka, man, uh, can you hear me now? Good, man. So let me bring you on here because while we've lost some of the other guests, I want to bring you on to the uh, discussion regarding um, just, you know, these dealerships. Yeah. And I know that you are, um, you know, in finance and that's your specialty. But when it comes to F&I, you still see the other um, you know, the other departments and, and you see the dysfunction sometimes when you have somebody, you know, you've always been a guy that I, since I've known you because you ran so many, I get it wrong, it's over 60 F&I managers, you know, at, you know at, at multiple stores, you had to be a leader as well, not just a strong F&I guy. You couldn't just hang paper. You were a guy that knew how to pull together. And you had to deal with the, the, the personalities of the strong GMs, the personalities of the strong desk guys, the personalities of the strong BDC people, and you were able, you've seen it work. So so, I mean, you know, it's, it's, you know, why do you think that sometimes these groups don't embrace the well-roundedness? So they have weaknesses in their dealership where there's a lot of spaces where they can generate more profit, Shaka. Why do you think? Well, you know, uh, first of all, the car business is full of people who, uh, let's just say they, they have very strong, they're very passionate about what they know in the car business. Some call it ego, some call it bravado. Uh, some people have a very strong sense of confidence that they know uh, what they're doing and their way is the right way. But in any organization, you have to have a leader, and that leader has to have a direction. 
and everyone on that leader's team has to be paddling in that one direction. And if you have somebody that strays off that beaten path, then that's the person that's that's pulling on the team, if you will. There's nothing better than having a leader of an organization. Kind of like the, the automotive group that I came from. Yes, I was in charge of the F&I department for 30 and you're right, over 65 FNI managers. But we had a director of operations, and the director of operations was director of automotive. And he had a certain vision for the automotive side of the company. He had a, he had a specific vision for the direction that he wanted the company to go, and it was, it was us, it was the leaders of the specific departments that put our pieces into that puzzle that formed the big picture. So you're going to have to have people who are willing to be coached, people who are willing to train, people who are willing to lead and also be led, people who are willing to give direction but also follow direction, people who want to be part of something that's bigger than themselves. That is how you get a, an automotive dealership or that's even good. an automotive group to become a unit. That's how yeah. you can get them to become a unit. That, that's good. It, Jeff Cowan, can you hear me? Is Jeff Cowan on? Cause, okay. Um, Bobby Collins, are you on? Yes, I just got back on. Hey, Bobby, thank you so much, man. I apologize. You know, uh, I don't know if Glenn, I don't know if Glenn Lundy's on still or not, but Glenn is in Paris, Kentucky. Bobby, yeah, I'm here. Glenn, you're on. Okay, thank you guys for bearing with us. And you know, Glenn, um, you know, I didn't get a chance to hear a lot. Of, I want to bring come back to you in just a moment, but Bobby, you know, you're, I said yeah. when you were coming back no, on, and Paris, just to, Kentucky. No, very familiar with Paris, Kentucky, and for that gentleman to do nine nine hundred units out of that <laughs> little town, I, I think it's right at ten thousand or whatever. It's a small. Little, uh, um, um, beautiful, uh, little uh, heart of Kentucky town. So uh, uh, it's uh, it's amazing. So uh, if for him to do that, he, he's definitely got a great team, and he's got a he's got a he's got a excellent internet department or something. You know, they're, they're coming from somewhere, but uh, he's probably pulling from all over the state. What? So uh, great job. Well, yeah. Let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Bobby. You know, I, I had mentioned when you were off, off coming back on. I said you're one of. I've worked with you for twelve years. You were probably yeah. one of the strongest. Than that, David, gosh, longer than that, but that's okay. But it's been a long time. But one of the yeah. strongest desk guys that I know. A period. I mean, I, I was saying that you stand up for, fight for the four square, and you know, and you have a modified version. But beyond that, you're flexible. You just want to sell cars and and and, and desk deals. So you're probably one of the most creative. Of people when it comes to putting numbers together how important do you think that is for somebody that's missing that gap they're trying everything else but is there are they leaving money on the table if that's not part of their dealership square if that's not one of the squares that they're filling are they missing the mark today and are they leaving some gross on the table exactly and, and, and they are uh, i mean we're real proud i'm not bragging like the other guys is uh the ego because we're got a great team but it's all the system of the four square like you said i got a modified one uh, you can go to Bobby Collins Foursquare on YouTube and, and see it. But uh, the uh, uh, real proud, like right now, I just walked up to our tower and getting our doc sheet out here right now. And towards the end of the month, right now we're running uh, forty forty seven hundred dollars a uh, a unit front and back on used, and we're right at five grand on new. And the reason it now we'll pass on a deal, but I start the deal. You got to start the deal making all the growth. You can always come down. You can't go back up. And uh, so you know, we, we we still make the little deals. We still make many deals. We still make friends. Uh, but you know, but we at least ask for the business first, and we deserve that profit. And a lot of times, people come in because I believe a long time ago, if you ask a, if you told somebody you're going to sell them a car for five dollars, well, they'd offer you two fifty. So let let the customer win. Start that thing inflated, and let the customer win. And that's exactly what that does. But and I want to touch on something. You, know, you first started out talking about 
the service department, you know, the uh, the uh, fixed ops department, everybody working together as a team. We're proud to say that we just won our fourth President Award winning dealership um, uh, in a row last year and we're taking our people all out to eat. But uh, th- we did that because we took down that wall. Every dealership's got that wall, sales and service. There's a big wall. It's, it's always, when there's heat, it's always services fault or it's always sales fault. What we did with that, the, we took that wall down. We got a great service director, and, and uh, between sales and service now, we're all one team, and it's not a problem. It's an opportunity, and we bought into that. And to put it in perspective, we're part of the Galloway Group, and uh, Galloway is a fourth-generation uh, family-owned dealership, and they've been in business 98 years. Uh, the big store has never won one in 98 years, and this store, we opened this up in 05, and uh, we, we just coming off our fourth consecutive president award, which is the highest award in, you know, for Ford gives for outstanding sales and customer service. So we did that by working with our service department. That's how all that came about. That's good. All right, let's go to, let's go to uh, Damari Miles. Damari, are you on the, on the phone, sir? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing today? Man, we're doing good, bro. We were pretty impressed by your video um, whether you were selling the 17 Nissan Altima. We said we got to get that cat on the show. So, um <laughs> Well, tell them, tell them, for the listeners that don't know, for the guys that, what, what, you know. Well, first of all, if you haven't seen it, go to Dave's, uh, Dave Villa's uh, Facebook page. He's got to post it on there. Last I checked, it had like almost 18,000 views. Is that about right, Damari? Yeah, that's about right. For the second Wait a minute, video, is it, oh, hold on. Is this the guy that rapped yes, about it, that, that, that new uh, the Nissan? Yeah, the, the, the Altima. Is this, this the dude? Yes, yes it is. is. Yes, sir. Yes, that's me. Uh-huh. Dude, that was awesome, man. Listen, don't lose that edge. That was awesome, my friend. You know, thank you, thank you. Absolutely, Damar. And, you know, um, let me ask you something, man, because, you know, we're talking about every aspect here, and we're going to have you on for a future show. We wanted to get you while it was hot right now because, you know, everyone's talking about you. That's why you're on this show, plus you're a great salesman. We're going to have you on for on more of an out-of-the-box sales show in the near future if you come on where we're going to have some other folks on that are doing some out-of-the-box as sales reps on the floor. But today, let me ask you whether you're rapping, whether you're, you know, some of the guys and gals that are doing videos, their video and their test drives, you know, they're doing out-of-the-box things. When it comes to that salesman that's going to do something that's different, unique, that's going to reach out out of the box, man, do something different. Just, 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 you know, Hey, look, I got to make it happen. I'm not going to just, you know, sit out, smoke a cigarette on the point. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to be creative. Talk about the why the, the you know, the, the reason you did it, not, you know, give us a little bit of how that's the, how that's a, how that can affect the person that's selling cars right now. If they'll find out what they're good at and let everybody know about it. You know, it, it's all about that, uh, to me, it's all about that enthusiasm, you know, like uh, um, with the business, it's pretty tough and I'm fairly new and I was just trying to find a way where I can reach out to more, you know, customers without just standing on a lot and waiting for people to come. And I knew I was talented with, you know, poetry and rap or whatever. So, you know, it, it just came to mind that, you know, maybe you should rap about the trend levels of some of these vehicles and, you know, young people, you know, they want to feel, you know, you know, confident. They want to feel safe when they come into the office. And if they see somebody rapping about a bit, you know, they probably feel like he has a little more energy, a little more enthusiasm. So when you get to the table, you won't be more or less pressured. It'll be like you're sitting with a friend. Cause you've just seen him on a show. And, and, and you know you know his personality, and you know I'm going to be cool. You know, it just pretty much I feel like it makes it easier for the younger customers to come in and, and get a, you know, get a nice little dose of some enthusiasm, something new, something young, you know. That's awesome. I think, well, I think where he got it right, too, was like, you know, 
I mean, there's there's people that can do things to get people's attention and jump up and down and so forth. But there was actually content to it. I, I, and I and I we were uh, we have a. Uh, it actually explained the vehicle very well. It was a great little walk around. It was like a little. It was like a little minute and a half walk around in in, uh, in that's, poetic that's, form. That was, that was part of the plan, you know. I I can rap about a car, but you know, I really wanted to rap about the trim levels and certain accessories that come with the vehicle because it wasn't just a rap it was actually me displaying a, a product that i have for sale you know mm-hmm. but that's, that's how i wanted to look at it hey i got an idea for you man because i know you're full you, you i know you're an idea you probably already thought of this but just just came to my mind everyone that buys a car from you you need to do a little rap about their car send them home in a digital version of it so they can have something to play from you singing about their car you know? that <laughs> like what did he cool. say what did he at the end of the day at the end of the day this dude did a viral he did something different yeah. did a viral video that branded him mm-hmm. as a salesperson at his store listen to me i had 34 stores across the country man and i would love for myself people in my stores to do that right that was phenomenal right. man. that was a, that was that was that was great out of the box thinking and let me tell you something you said you're brand new in sales. Don't lose that. Let that be who yeah. you are. Like, uh, like there's a guy, Mike, the Chevy dude in, in Kentucky. Everybody knows this guy as the Chevy dude, right? Mm-hmm. He's branded himself mm-hmm. that good. Listen, take what you – how many people want to do a viral video? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So take what you right. just did and blow it up, man. And listen – Mention Shaka Dyson in a couple of days. I was gonna say Shaka, why don't you why don't you put your name on it and share it to the to yeah. share it to your group and see yeah. if it goes viral from there. Yes, and I was just <laughs> I was gonna say, Damari, let me ask you a question. Have you have you sold cars directly off of that that can, you can attribute back to that specific video? Oh yes, definitely, definitely. I, at first, you know, it was more or less a surprise because I didn't think that, you know, the video was gonna generate that many views. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like when when it came down to it and then I looked back after the month I dropped the first video for the <laughs> Nissan Rogue. And I ended up selling like 11 rogues that month. And then after that, I dropped the Ultima video like last week. And I sold like four Ultimas already just off that video. I was kind of awesome. surprised how people would come to Nissan to see the, the rapping salesman. So it's a, it's a pretty good look and it feels good to make money off something you love to do. It's passion, well, you know, man. It's passion. You well, know, what's, I was going to say, what's cool about it is because you, there's a certain level of almost celebrity. You know, yeah. when people see your video and they see you on that little box or that phone or that, you know, that computer screen, they almost like there's a, like a, mm-hmm. a measure of celebrity. So and then you see you got a lot of views. They're like, oh man, I'm I'm dealing. You know who I bought a car from? They tell their friends, I bought a car from the guy. You see that that Nissan video where the cat's rapping? Oh, I bought a car from him. And they're like, hey, oh, let me get his exactly. number. It's a beautiful hey, thing. Glenn, we're gonna go to Stacy Ellison in just a minute. Stacy, uh, just hang in there. We're gonna get some BDC perspective and and uh, and we might ask Stacy to rap. I'm not sure if she can do that. But hey, Glenn, she let flows. me ask you, man. She can flow. You guys, if y'all need a rap. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we might we might put you on the spot here. Now we might put you on the spot. Um, Stacy or uh, Glenn, let me ask you. You and Bobby, that you guys are you guys as managers, hire salespeople. Glenn, I mean the, the enthusiasm that this young man has, right? And, and again, it doesn't matter what your gift is, but the fact that you figure out how to bring passion into this isn't that part of you know you as a leader, Glenn. You as somebody who's building the right personnel, the right people. Isn't that exactly what turns you on? And when you're looking for somebody to come work for you. Dude, buddy, we've got, uh, I've got a spot for him over here on my floor right now. Right now, Paris, Kentucky, coming Chevrolet and Buick. Tell that guy to get on over here. He can make a lot of money. We you got to, a lot of cars. You have to no, talk to his agent, Shaka Dyson. No, man. No, you I want to see like what's it's that? cold in Kentucky. It's cold in Kentucky. Come to Florida. Hey, <laughs> hey you're gonna have to Shaka. I'll, I'll message you. I'll message you on Facebook later. Hey, but, you're gonna. Hey, he's gonna uh, talk to Glenn. He's gonna have to talk to his agent. Shaka Dyson's his agent now. You got to talk to Shaka about that. 
He's got the agent hat on today, too. I got one. I got one. I got one. I got two. I got Kentucky for tomorrow. I got Kentucky. I got to throw it over tomorrow. David, getting back to that, exactly your your question, that enthusiasm that that young man has is is phenomenal. It's contagious, too. You know, you can feel it. And you need somebody like that on your staff because other people will start acting that way, too. And whoever chimed in and said, hey, be new forever, uh, it's so correct because uh, when you're when you're green, you grow. When you're ripe, you rot. And so you, you always got to be learning. So I, uh, you know, I commend you. This kid's got a great future. Uh, maybe maybe uh, uh, maybe Nashville will steal him away or something. But you know, he, he's going to be a good car guy. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely, Thank you guys. Thank you. I appreciate that. No, man, great job. And Stacy, let's go to you. Um, so what, what you've been listening, Stacy? Obviously, BDC. You know, everyone's doing a BDC right now. But how do you how do you get how do you get the right message? to a dealer how does a dealer embrace you know uh, really wrapping their arms around the proper way to do a bdc so it doesn't people don't get burnt out you don't fizzle out right and you see uh, you know you pay them properly i mean all of this is important for building and building a dream team that's what you're doing now you're so passionate about it you you one dealership group couldn't contain you now you're helping dealers do this as of recent talk a little bit about that from a dream dream team perspective you know I want to put this out there, you know, and and be very clear about this. That the reason that I believe I'm successful is because I had a dealership that, you know, remind me a lot of of what Glenn was saying with his dealership. They wanted the BDC. They believed in the BDC. My GM could go in and run my BDC with me gone. Mm. Everyone (laughs) in the dealership believed in it, wanted it was open-minded, was positive, was coming and work in the BDC. And that's step one. We cannot have a BDC because your OEM said you had to. We cannot have a BDC because I have 25 salespeople and I'm selling 70 units and they won't pick up the phone. Those are the wrong reasons to have a BDC. Hmm. And that's where it becomes an expense. And that's where it doesn't become a profit center. So step one is a dealer's vision. What do you want? Hey, I'm actually we know internet opportunities have to be answered. We know incoming sales calls have to be answered. Tell me what you want and let me build something for you. Because if you don't believe in it, you don't understand it, and you put it in a back room like a redheaded stepchild, it is not going to work. I don't care if you bring me in. I don't care what, what trainers you bring in. It's not going to work. So it has to start there. Okay, and then we'll let you guys weigh in. Bobby, i got to get a, somebody posted on Facebook just now. is with Asbury, Kevin Campbell. Uh, so I know that you'll have – I think you got over 40,000 views on YouTube on your Foursquare video because you do a modified version of it. You're one, again, you're one of the best desking guys I know. And to hold that kind of gross in 2017, and, you know, and, and people happy. You guys are moving cars. you got a lot of retention. Kevin Campbell said this, Bobby, Foursquare is a dying method. This is what he commented on just now. In my humble opinion, he said, customers are too savvy these days. Three pencils, he said three pencils tops, and you should have a deal. You start too high, you blow out the smart shoppers. You got a response to that, Bobby? Uh, absolutely. I mean, you know, that's, that's, that's negotiating from fear. You know, I'm, a, I'm afraid that the customer knows my cost, my knows all this stuff. You're right, they are more savvier now, but they're not very good negotiators. We, as car people, learn the car business the wrong way. We ask the dumbest questions every day if you're not on the Foursquare. If you're not on my system, you're asking dumb questions. We come into contact with people every day and ask them, stupidest questions like how much you want for your trade 
really, I mean, they're going to tell you the highest number you probably can't even get to anyway. And also, or how much money do you want to put down? Salespeople throughout, throughout the United States say it every single day. And then all of a sudden, okay, you've got to start out with zero. And then, then, then we always feel like we have to come off our car. We change our, our verbiage from rebates and discounts to, to discounts, you know, just saying it's off. We don't use that word rebate because customers believe that's fake money. Uh, and, you know, it's, you're not participating in the deal. So we, we really, when the Foursquare is done correctly, it's actually all the way done. And that's, that price has never really changed. It's all about cash down payment, cash down payment. And when you start getting down in cash down and payment, cash down and payment, there's not a savvy customer. Yes, we got some people on the Internet. They come on the Internet only because we got weak and we dropped that price all the way down to the bottom. And they saw that. They shopped it. And they oh, yeah, that's a good price. But that doesn't mean I can't duck their trade. I can duck their trade four grand. You know, and, and you know, if, if, if the salespeople do their process right, follow 10 steps, uh, enthusiastic meeting greeting, investigate, select a vehicle, value presentation, demo ride, walk the trade, write a close. I mean, that's what they have to do so I can get an opportunity to duck that trade, and we share with them what that trade should be, and, uh, and then we go back and forth. So that's, we really get a lot of our growth from, one, not discounting the car, showing re, uh, discounts as an incentive, and then also ducking the trades. And that's where it all comes down to on the four square. So, but, but I don't like to, you know, uh, death from fear. And, uh, okay. and, and the definition of fear is false expectations appearing real only because I think the customer knows more than me. Mm-hmm. Not really, they don't. And I okay. can prove it. Okay, I mean, Glenn, Glenn or Shaka, I mean, hey, Shaka. Yeah, you guys want to weigh in on that? Yeah, hey, Dave, it's Dave Chris. Hey, Dave, hey, man. Hey, <laughs> you're you on are. the show. You're hey, still man. here. Good. <laughs> hey, I just want to jump in and behind Bobby there and just uh, kind of reference the fact that, you know, as, you, as I listen to Bobby talk about, you know, not only working the four system or Sportsware system, but understanding the questions that we're asking that, that just don't make sense for the response that we're looking for with a customer, he's absolutely spot on. And if you listen to him, you can almost uh, put together the fact that your staff is going to be on the same page from the time they meet that customer. And that is what's key. And we're talking about a dream team here. My question would be, would our customers say that we're a dream team? You know, what are we putting in front of our customer from the time they walk in the door until the time that we're able to solidify that deal. And uh, and one thing I'll, I'll bring up, and then I'll, I'll let everybody kind of weigh in, but, you know, one of the things that I always had success with um, in turning around or helping a store is um, being a mobile manager, meaning that um, I want uh, the floor, especially the floor managers, this huge opportunity for them, and if the store is big enough and it's grown enough, uh, like through the floors that we're referencing here, um, this is something that's easy to do. But putting that floor manager or manager out front so that they're getting the early touch with the customer, they're able to create rapport before we even start getting into negotiations. So I'll let the others weigh in on that, but I would say, hey, would our customers say that we're the dream team? Hmm. That's good. Well, I, I'll add real quick to this, real quick, because I've talked a lot too much, at least the other guys a chance, but... One thing with the Foursquare is a lot of people against the Foursquare said it's computational and it's going to hurt your CSI. But we're sitting here right now, and I already told you that we just won four president awards in a row. We're the only one on this side of the United States. So, I mean, uh, with that, and you can make gross and still make happy customers, if you think about it. Just, and, but he's right. Uh, it's all about the way the, the process, when they come in the door first, they've got to feel good about it. Uh, you've got to have an upbeat sales staff. You've got to have a system in place 
that makes these customers feel like, wow, I'm getting a deal. It doesn't matter. They don't know that we may just make five grand on them, but they feel like they got a deal and they feel like they trusted their salesperson and the knowledge of that salesperson that synced their phone and, and got them their Ford Pass and got all that thing, got their car talking to them. That is, that is the thrill of it right there. It doesn't matter about the gross uh, as long as the customer is happy and, and our, our proof is in the pudding four times in a row. Hmm. Uh, somebody else want to weigh in on that? And look, guys. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, I, I will. Uh, we use a modified version of a Foursquare as well, which uh, is kind of crazy because when I first came to this store six years ago, they didn't have one. Uh, it was price, tax, docs, total, no payments, no nothing. So we use a modified version of it. Um, but look, guys, it's, it's, it's simple, and I tell my guys this all the time. You know, when you go when you go to the doctor, the first thing you do when you feel sick or you feel like you've got something going on is you go online and you do all this research and you say, yeah, it's got to be, you know, this or it's got to be that. Maybe I got a tumor. Maybe I got cancer. Maybe I got an ulcer. Or you come up with the conclusion of what it is. You walk into the doctor's office. He's a pro. He shows you. He, he takes you through the process the right way. And then he tells you, yeah, man, it's your allergies. Go take this, take this, and get on out of here. And that's what we do. It's the same thing in the car business. Our customers can do plenty of research. They can look things up. They can figure stuff out. But ultimately, we're the pros. So when they come in, we've got to treat them right. We got to walk them through the process correctly, and then when you present your pencil, you present your four square. Like he said, don't do it with fear. Present it as a competent professional, and your customers will hook up. It's good. I agree. It, guys, we're going to do this. We're going to give each of you guys. Um, we're going to give each of you guys a couple of minutes here, just to really just leave a parting. Uh, and we're and we're end with Damari because Damari uh, Jeffrey uh, reached out to us and said that you've written a thirty second rap. Uh, for the show. Yes, so we're going to let you in with that. We'll let you get the final words. But Shaka, we'll go to you first, and we'll go down the line, and we're going to give each of you guys a couple of minutes. Take your time, a couple, three minutes, and give us some parting words. It doesn't have to be about gross. Anything you want to leave when it comes to building a successful dealership from your perspective, in your department, in your area of expertise, what's really at the top of the list? Shaka, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to Stacy. Man, you know, uh, you... <clears throat> The one thing that I would say that uh, everybody needs to have who wants to be part of a successful team is drive. They have to have goals. They all have to have one vision, one mission. You know, that's what that's what makes a successful team. I have 65 F and 9 managers. The great news is is that we all have, were driving in the same direction, and that's what made us successful. We were all reaching for the same goal. My job to pull out their potential. It was my job to motivate them. It was my job to push them. It was my job to make them reach. But we all we're going and driving and pushing in the same direction. You know, it's a lot easier to push a big boulder up a mountain when you have multiple people on your team pushing that one boulder. If it's just you, then it's harder. You know, it's impossible. But when you got an entire team pushing in one direction, that means that, hey, you'll be able to hit that goal and that other goal. But, you know, in order to make a, a, a complete team, it's all about getting the right people on your team from the get-go. You know, you need to vet them. You need to you need to get you need to understand who they are, what their mission is, what what it is, what out of life, what it is, what their career goals are, etc. What motivates them? What drives them? Are they a leader? Are they coachable? Are they trainable? And do they are they ethical and have a strong work ethic? If those things are yes, then make a part of your team and lead, lead from the front, do the hard things, be in the trenches with your people. That gives you respect and credibility and. Everyone on that team go after the same thing. That's what creates success, in my opinion. That's what creates a cohesive unit. 
you know, and that's what I taught all 65 of uh, F&I managers, and that's how we set 10 records that still hold to this day for that whole group. And just so you guys know, you guys can reach me at dealer F&I University. Phone number 678-481-4077. The number one F&I trainer in the automotive industry. If you haven't heard about me for YouTube, you can see all about me. Shaka Dyson, I appreciate being on the show. Thank you, Shaka, man. Shaka, def definitely number one, man. Strongest there is. That's I wish my he had. I wish he had more charisma. Yeah, you know? he's, I mean, a, he's yeah. just he always he's like a, almost like so lethargic. You know? <laughs> God bless him. Hey, we'll go to Stacy Ellison. Stacy, go ahead and give us give us uh, give us your best couple of minutes on BDC. What you can leave our listeners with? I, I think Shaka. I think he nailed it. I think he absolutely nailed it because if you are not working as a team. It's not going to work. There's not a department in the dealership that's not going to work. BDC service sales is not going to work. So where I would start is, is pretty much what he said. What do you want for your dealership? Figure that out. You know, my dad used to give me some really good advice. When you get yourself together, everything else is going to fall into place as it should. Um, I 100% agree with Glenn that, you know, when I'm looking for b people in my BDC, I, I really don't go for the car people. Too many bad habits to break. I want to mold them. I want to train them. And I want to, you know, get a hold of them when they are trainable. And I want to find out what motivates them. And I want to find out how much money they need to make. I want to find out what their goals are. And I'm going to start at the very end and I'm going to show them how to get there. It's really not about us anymore. We've been very blessed and very fortunate to be in these leadership positions. And it's time for us to start taking care of our people. This industry has a huge turnover. It's from lack of understanding, lack of vision, lack of let's try this one week and this just the next week. That's good. we got to get it together. We're, we're failing our people. Um, and Shaka pretty much is the reason I didn't Skype in today because I'm <laughs> sick. And he always looks so sharp, and, <laughs> and I felt a little inadequate. Well, tell us where, they, tell us where uh, our listeners Wow, well, thank you for that. But uh, <laughs> I know she's sharp on camera as well. Yes, she is. Stacy and, and to Damari, there may or may not be a video of me <laughs> – Rapping to Biggie's Juicy floating around there somewhere. Uh oh, so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there may be one. I, I am an undercover secret rapper, just so you know. Right. So, Stacy, so you. They so don't know you, we got a mixtape coming soon, right? They don't there know. There you go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't even know what to say. So, Stacy was. I think at the end, it's all about teamwork, it's about building your team, it's about. You know, these are men and women who have families and in livelihoods and want to make an income. And what are we doing to help them? At the end of the day, what have we done to help them? Yeah, that's good. absolutely. How can you help them? Tell dealers how they can reach you if they want some help with their BDC and structuring that team. Yeah, you, you know, my personal cell phone number, I'm going to be home um, the rest of this week and next week. It's 304-578-478. Uh, Four seven four six. You can go to our website, which is simple. It's bdcmax.com. You can find me on Facebook. Um, you know, anything I can do to help, guys. Let me know. Thank you very much, Stacy. We'll go to uh, Bobby Collins. Bobby, give us uh, give us a couple of minutes, man, just to what you can leave from a from a desk. Uh, 
Yeah, thank you, thank you, David. I tell you what, they've all hit it. They did a great job, and I'll be quick because I want to hear this video at the end of this, so I don't want to drag it out. But uh, every one of them in their in their speech said people, and and, and you got to have people. I don't care. It's not the product. Uh, it's not the location. Uh, Paris, Kentucky shows that. Uh, it's uh, people, but you also got to have fun. You got you got to bring fun back into it. So that's part of the team. And we're having fun. You should see some of our sales meetings on Saturday. I bring in a two thousand dollars cash. Mama don't know money, and we have fun. We make them do tricks. I make them earn it. Uh, we make them do, sing songs when everything. But we all have fun with that. But you got to bring fun back into it, and that's what keeps your people energized. And and then you also got to have a goal. Uh, uh, I think uh, Shaka said that you got to have a mission that everybody's on the same page, and you got to track that mission, and you got to share with your people. Uh, you know, where are we at? Are, are we close? Or, 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 or you know, you know, what, what's our tracking? You know, so and share that information. A lot of times, so many managers go into managers meetings and, and have a lot of uh, powwows and stuff like that, and, and, and don't involve the people. You know, it's almost like the secret meeting. We make it wide open. They, are, they can all come in. They can see my desk log. They can all see what we're tracking. We can see what they got. Uh, and, and but got to have fun, and just got to have people. Got to have a mission, and you got to track it. Amen. Good, good, good word. Glenn Lundy. Glenn Lundy, we'll give you, give you a couple minutes. Glenn, leave us with uh, your perspective on Dream Team from, from a GM perspective. Uh, a couple things. You know, Shaka hit the nail on the head. Stacy hit the nail on the head. Bobby hits the nail on the head. Ultimately, what it comes down to is everyone needs to understand that our job now today especially with social media uh, and everybody having access to everybody uh, the, the job has now become to create fans okay and fans need to be fanatical so i actually have my guys every day now we stand up and we read our mission statement every single day it says we are on a mission to eradicate the negative stigmas associated with the car business we can do this by making sure every customer feels special feels important and feels like they're the only one we are going to offer an experience that exceeds our customers' expectations because we do not just sell cars, we create fans. So we read that every day to start off my day. Uh, on Saturday mornings, you can actually tune in to our, uh, Bobby said he, he, you know, he wished you could show the, or you could see his meetings. Every Saturday morning on my Facebook page, we live stream our manager's meeting. Every Saturday morning at 8.30, our customers, people out there, they, they look in, they can share. We're very visible because what I'm trying to do is create fans. I also have a show on Mondays called In the Beginning. It's a show that I do that's got nothing Nothing to do with selling cars it has everything to do with business strategies and mixing faith with business and just just life type stuff but what is it really it's a commercial it's a 10 minute long commercial that I run every Monday I get anywhere from 12 to 18,000 views I run it every single Monday and it's in, and people know that I work here at Dan Cummins and it's a commercial we're creating fans so that's the key figure out in your dealerships figure out as a salesperson figure out as a BDC person figure out in your service department figure out how you can create fans don't just treat them great make them a fan Outstanding. Thank you very much, Glenn. That's pretty awesome. Um, hey, I want to interrupt real quick. Can yeah. you write down my email address and, and email me that mission statement? That's awesome. I like it a lot. All right. I sure can. Yeah, bcollins at coconutpointforward.com. Awesome. Thank you, man. Awesome. I, yeah, I should, I should do that. Good stuff. We're making auto deal live, making best friends. That's what I we do. It. Love it. We 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 connect we connect the folks. <laughs> I'm, I'm, a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. I'm a fan, fan too. Absolutely. All right, Mr. Damari, you got one shot. You got one opportunity. <laughs> All right, you got. It's a chance to blow. 
<laughs> you got mom, mom, mom just made some spaghetti. I just wanted to add in, uh, you know, about the teamwork with uh, the dealerships. Yeah, you know, man. I'm still fairly new, and uh, if it wasn't for the people that hired me, um, Greg Rose, Mike Carroll, everybody over here at the Antioch Nissan, you know, Jeff Cervantes, they really, you know, they really helped me out and made me go from, you know, a nobody to a great salesman. So I just want to, you know, just to shout them out for this great opportunity, and you know, just thank, thankful to be able to be able to be in this opportunity, you know. But That's teamwork like, definitely makes the teamwork, and it's is needed. It's necessary. Absolutely. It's like it's like he just won his first Grammy too. He's yeah. like, uh, I want to thank uh, Lou Lavecki for being there in the in the morning. He used to bring me coffee. Uh, it's awesome. You know what I'm <laughs> all right, so all right, so we're gonna shut up for a second. We're gonna let you. We're gonna let you roll us out here, and. Uh, all right, man. Well, let me just cut it short. Alright. Any time where you can find me at. If you're looking for a car, well, I got just that. And the prices that I have are unbelievable. So you should see me when you need a vehicle, because I got deals on wheels for sure. You might have a lot of cars, but I got much more. But for more info, check me out online with David Villa and the guys at Auto Dealer Live. Come on. <laughs> Come on, baby. Bro, bro, bro. More fire. Yes, sir. That's Damari Miles. Oh, my gosh. Good job, baby. Shaka wants a piece of Damari. He wants. That's awesome. Yeah, Man, guys, I oh, appreciate awesome, you guys. Is that Antioch, California? Antioch, California. That's where I'm at. That's where my dad lives, believe it or not. Hey, tell him to come by a rogue. I'll hook him up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much, man. Wait, true, true dream team on the show today. You guys, you guys are, are you guys brought it That's, and uh, really appreciate Thanks for putting up time, with our man. technical difficulties, guys. Good yes. job. Thank you very much. Not a problem. And thanks for the wisdom, guys. I really appreciate it. All right, man. Thank you, Damar. Hey, Thank you, guys. Hey, thank you. Take care. Thank you, guys. Thank you. All right, have a good one. That is that was that turned that was that that you know what's weird the emotional roller coaster that I went through my blood pressure <laughs> went as high as it's ever been and then it went down as low as it's ever been from <laughs> some somebody must have been praying because you Lou Lou if Ezra wasn't blocking Lou I'm gonna be I'm gonna be recording the after the after show hey if Ezra wasn't party. blocking Lou there may or may not be a sharpie sticking out of Lou right now I don't know because I would have been. Shoo. You know, Mike. Ask Mike Chair. I can't hear you if your mic. Yeah, your mic's not on. Yeah, shocking. either way, I don't even want to talk about mics anymore. His mic is not on. I'm honestly, surprised. God, I can't hear my I, my ears aren't working. They haven't worked since yeah. earlier today. No? Not even. A, That's awesome. Literally, I'm going like this, and you I can't. swear I don't know if the mic's on. Other than maybe it is. <laughs> but Lou, you know stop what? Trying. You hey, did a great job. Hey, I just want you guys to know, oh, man. I hope I didn't show myself too much, and I hope that you know. I hope it's all good. <laughs> hey, just so you know, the mic was hot the entire time. Not the entire time. Mic was hot. While we were talking, it's going away forever. it'll be okay. So unless you were watching it live, you will have. You'll never see God bless. <laughs> great, <laughs> Kim. I ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. We're out. Have a good one, guys. God bless.